Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, y'all. You're listening to Resonance 104.4 FM. That was The Bike Show. Coming up now, it's One Life Left Nights. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left Nights. We're a video game radio quiz show. We're going out on the brilliant Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Steve Curran. I'm Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. Hello. For the next hour, we're going to be presenting a number of rounds of video game quiz show brilliance. I'd say it was brilliance by now. We've been doing six of them, right? (laughs) Exactly. Last episode of the series. Yeah, we've just about hit our stride. So it's an important show this evening then, isn't it? Because whoever wins this will be champion until the next series of RLL Nights. That's true. So it's a good job we've got an amazing roster today. Shall I tell you how amazing it is? Anne has literally just been doing her lips, haven't you? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. As the theme was playing, she uh, extracted some balm... Put it on her on her index finger and then rubbed it around her mouth. I think she's uh, she's hoping for another flirt with Anne round. <laughs> always, <laughs> trying always to, hoping trying for to that. Put the boys off their stride. Who have we got today, Simon? Uh, we've assembled some of the finest brains in the video games industry. I think uh, Team One. It's Nick Cowan. Hello. Hello, Nick. How are you? Fine. How are you? Very well, thank you. We've not seen you for a while. No, no, no. You've got a beard. I do. I've got a good beard for radio. So there was a lot of talk about beards in the games industry today, wasn't there? Well, what's, what, was what, there? Yes, there was. People were talking about the beards. Was it Gabe from Valve? Did he grow a beard? He did. Right. Sorry, that's guest number two we haven't introduced yet, but uh, <laughs> all beardless. Is that why you're sporting one, or is it uh, any other No, reason? actually, it's just because I saw Christian Donlan grow one, and I wanted to beat him at Beard Wars. <laughs> I see. Of course, yes, he's uh, he's a quarter of Hookshot LNC, isn't he? Uh, so I'm throwing down the gauntlet here on one of my right. first nights. Good. And another quarter of Hookshot's LNC <laughs> is Simon Parkin, right. who's one of Nick's colleagues at The Guardian. Uh, so it's almost like they're competing for right. Simon's affections. Interesting. How are you feeling about your chances this evening, Nick? I'm going to come dead last. <laughs> Confidence, I yeah. like it. Okay, what's, uh, what's Nick's team name? It's the Red Shells, as always. Go on, Nick. 
Moving on to competitor number two in Simon's new naming scheme. It's Daniel Nye Griffiths. Incredibly smooth. Hello. Hi from, there. from Wired, Forbes, and some secret projects and some not-so-secret projects. Pretty much, yeah. Apparently. What are your secret projects? Uh, they're secret. Okay. Oh. What colour are they? They're mainly green. Interesting. Oh. Interesting. One Life Left exclusive. Yes. How things with you, Daniel? Um, they're good, thank you. What yes. have you been up to since we saw you last? Well, like all freelancers, I've spent most of this year looking at tax return forms and crying gently. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, how much did you end up earning tax man? Uh, I genuinely can't remember, but I know that I got very. I always get very weirded out by the idea of paying the next year in advance. Right. But I understand why, because I'm fundamentally unreliable. Were, were, were you honest in your tax return? I think I was largely honest. Okay. Um, I did. I did go through my Steam account and basically say that that was pretty much an expense. Did you? I did. What an excellent advantage of being a freelance journalist! Isn't it though? More than makes up for the endless petty humiliation. <laughs> well, there'll be some of that this evening, I'm sure. Welcome. Oh, good luck. Daniel is representing the Green Shells. Finally, Team 3. Duncan Gear. Hello. Deputy Editor of Wired.co.uk. News Editor. News well, Editor. There's no Deputy Editor. Sorry. <laughs> but if there was, you'd have it. Maybe. <laughs> uh, is new, would News Editor be more important than Deputy Editor? Did I, I promote don't, I don't you or know. promote you? I'm not entirely sure, but I'll, I'll go with it either way. Well, I'm going to promote you, actually. You're excellent. Thank you. I think everybody <laughs> should have one of you. <laughs> How are you doing? I am very well, thank you. Great. Lovely to be here. What's been in the news today? Uh, Gabe Newell's beard. Okay. Oh. And Notch wasn't very happy about it. Really? No, he got very angry about journalists writing about Gabe Newell's beard. Right, and, and Notch has got some power, hasn't he? Because he, he has a lot when, of power. When Hookshot LNC... Because uh, money is power, right? <laughs> when Hookshot LNC launched last week, Notch crashed it. So did he crash Gabe's beard? I'm not entirely sure. I haven't seen it since, so it's possible. Interesting. That's the Yellow Stars, everybody. Well On to the news. On Monday, the 20th of February, I'm Anne Scanfrey, and this is the news. Microsoft has made it easier to find the Xbox Live Indie Games channel in a dashboard update. Developers and fans of indie games were pretty mad with all the new entertainment focused dashboard. However, Indie Games now has a tile on the top level of the marketplace right next to Xbox Live Arcade and Xbox Games on demand. Brilliant! But this has only happened in North America. Sucks to be the rest of the world right now. But which indie developer has recently predicted that Xbox Live indie games won't make it to the next Xbox? And that is for you, Nick Red Shells. I have no idea. <laughs> do, do you want to speculate, Nick? Well, have a guess. Name a, name a developer. Name a de- All right, double fine. It's not them, though, is it? Because they were in the news for something else. It's not them. You can only have one news story at a time if you're a yeah. developing studio, and that was theirs on Kickstart. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to Daniel Green. Uh, mushrooms. Who looks like he knows. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, I thought I knew, and then I was uh, I was about to say Tim Schafer. Oh! Uh, he had a clearly didn't. face when Nick was struggling. Yeah, and he got his Your hand, hand shut up. You don't know. I, I appear not to um, know. Do you, Do you know any other developers? <laughs> Do I know any other developers? Wow. <laughs> Notch? It's not Notch. Not Notch. Not Dan Pinchbeck. Not. 
No, let's no. just name all developers. <laughs> uh, let's pass it on to Duncan. Um, I've, got, I've got no idea either, to be quite honest with you. I, can I guess? Is it Cliff yes. Harris from Positech? It's absolutely not. Oh. Sorry, guys. Uh, you'll lose. It was an actual fact. <laughs> Dan Marshall from Size 5 Games. Oh, what, really? why, why did Dan say this then? What is, what's, what's his theory? Uh, it's just not going to make it through. Is he just trying to make the news? Yes. Make your news? <laughs> did he say this to you? No. Over dinner? No. Really? No. Wow. We saw him. He was charming you at Nottingham Game City. He's lovely, though, isn't he? See? You've been charmed. <laughs> Doesn't take much. <laughs> the nominations for the BAFTA Video Game Awards 2012 have been announced. Batman, Arkham City and L.A. Noire lead the nominations with eight each. Uncharted 3 and For Big Planet 2 come in just behind with six each. The winners will be announced at a ceremony, ceremony on the 16th of March. Best of luck, everyone, but don't trip up on the way up to pick your award, whatever you do. But what category is Football Manager 2012 nominated in? And that goes to... Daniel of the Green Mushrooms. Uh, presumably best spreadsheet and <laughs> home finance management programme. If only there was that, that Simulation? Category. No. Oh. No. This is really a test of how well you know your BAFTA game award categories. And we've just found out. Duncan, Yellow Stars, do you know anything? I, I know nothing at all. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it action? Is it an action game? That's, not a l- That's quite I mean, vague, you see. Yeah. Clicking a mouse is an action. No, it's not. Would you call it an action game? No, but no. I thought BAFTA might. <laughs> <laughs> no, they haven't. Um, Nick, have you got any uh, any guesses? Best use of online? No, it's not. It's only up for one award, and that is not it. Okay. Uh, best game? No. That's uh, the best game. Is How many the, guesses do I go? Because we can yeah, just go yeah, through yeah, the yeah, categories, yeah. really. Can do we? you know all of the categories? Uh, I might. Do you best, actually? Okay, best strategy game. That's right! There you go. <laughs> You're getting a point because you knew a, a thing. So, so Anne, can we yeah. protest this? How, how, why, why, why did you pick Football Manager of all the games? Oh, it's because it's one I know. Because yeah, it's one you know? Yeah. Was Have it you... because you baked Miles cookies the yeah. other day? That happened. We promised to talk about that on the show and we never got around to it. So Dan takes Anne for dinner yeah. and cooks Miles uh, cookies. Dan must be furious, wasn't he? <laughs> Well, I'll bake him cookies what too. Did, if you what want. did Miles give you in return? Uh, loads of um, football manager stuff, um, including a football manager um, uh, doormat. What Generally do you think that says? Uh, Welcome home. <laughs> <laughs> Mojang and other developers have raised close to $500,000 for charity with the Humble Bundle Mojam event. Over 77,000 bundles of three games were sold. The three games were made over the weekend with decisions made based on polls. Mojang cre- created Catacomb Snatch, Oxide Games Studio came up with Fists of Resistance, and Wolffire Games made the Broadside Express. With all that goodness bundled up for the year, everybody can get back to making evil, selfish money. Uh, but what did Notch promise to do if the total topped five hundred thousand dollars? And that is going to uh, back to Nick. I well, I don't get to go oh, no, first. Exactly. Sorry, Aww. sorry, sorry, uh, Duncan. He, he shaved off his. He was offering to shave off his beard. That is correct. Yeah, I knew that one. Beards in the news. <laughs> but it didn't happen. No, because they didn't quite get up that far. Mm. But that, that's that. So now, if we if we raise any more, so, so there isn't any any more point in buying uh, the, the. No, it's bundle. shut. I don't even think you can. I went onto the website today and it said this event is closed. I don't. <laughs> think you can. Does it say it like that? <laughs> this event is closed. Yeah. Get away from the door. It's some East End nineteenth um, century woman running that website. <laughs> 
The PC release of Alan Wake has been a success. Hooray! How has it been a success? Well, developer Remedy has said the self-published Steam release of the game has already made its development and marketing money back. It's all profit from here on in. The PC version came out two years after the Xbox 360 release. I bet they wish they'd done it sooner so they could start seeing the sweet money come in. But how many hours did it take for all that development and marketing money to be recouped? And that is going to Nick. Is that eight hours? How many? Eight hours. No. Uh, is it my turn? Yes. <laughs> Was it Daniel? 48 hours? Yes. That's why I had to get you to repeat. I thought I'd just missed off the initial... <laughs> well, I did. There was a silent <laughs> four exactly. at the beginning of that. Nick, Nick finds two-digit uh, two numbers too long, didn't read. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just caught the end of it. Yeah. So, Anne... I really yeah. should enunciate properly, shouldn't I? Can you, can you explain something? D- yeah. They've made a profit based on the marketing budget and the porting cost of the PC game, is that right? Uh, marketing and development costs. Right, but this isn't the game they developed scratch from scratch for PC. No, no, no. So, so I wonder whether they made it. Did they make a profit on the console version already, or did the amount of time did was that a loss? Or I think that's really they important sold in a this ton story. Of those, what like they sold one point five million of the Xbox three hundred and sixty. Right. Version. Okay. That is so a ton. That's like a that ton, ton, right? It? Sounds like a profit. That's like a profit, right? So <laughs> how many do you sell to make profit? You just need to say this all more confidently, and I'll. Totally buy it. Yeah, they made a profit. Okay, thanks. Vodafone has been a bit of a dummy with a Vita advert. The company made a silly mistake and told people that they would have to top up £15 on a Vodafone SIM in order to get a free download of Wipeout 2048. In reality, you'd only actually have to top up £5. Thank goodness. Luckily, the typo was only in the in-store magazine. Some poor temp is going to have a hell of a week with a Tipex and a permanent marker. But can you name the Vodafone's in-store magazine? Dan- uh, Daniel. Oh, yes, it is me, it isn't is it? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I'm going to go for something fatuous and vaguely on a matter peak. How about Vodafone Buzz? Because bees, they do, do you see? They do have bees in that, they I do first, have don't bees. they? That would be so bees much better everywhere. than the actual one. But uh, no. Vodafone 360? Um, what's, what's going on there? I'm just going to keep going. Stop him. That's what happened with stop. Nick. I'm cutting you off. Okay. Well, uh, it's like Fox News around here. Yeah. Cut his mic. Cut his mic. <laughs> Duncan. Is it called Phone Me Up? <laughs> no! Why don't you all work at Vodafone Marketing? <laughs> um, it's not, I'm afraid. Uh, Nick, have you got any guesses? I've got a guess, but um, you seem to think, think that like, the, the names they've come up with are more interesting than what it's yes. actually called. So is it called something really sort of bland, like Vodafone Install News or something like that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Vodafone News. <laughs> newsletter. It's, it's not that. Imagine if it was a newsletter and it got sent out and it was all about their families. Vodafone um, Family News? No. It's actually called In Your Hands. Mm. That's disgusting. Mm. It's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, in celebration of Valentine's Day, Valve has released a something special for someone special ring in Team Fortress 2. The ring, which Valve has admitted is basically useless, can't be traded, only gifted. Once clicked on by that special someone, it will reveal the proposal. If accepted, the proposal will then be broadcast to all of Team Fortress and the ring will split into two matching bands. No news on what happens if the proposal is rejected, but let's hope that doesn't also get broadcast through the game. But how much does this something special ring cost? I knew and, you'd ask and this. that is for you, Duncan. Uh, it's a lot. Mm. <laughs> do, do I not get a point for that? No. <laughs> no. I'm looking for a figure. Uh, $200,000. Uh, that is incorrect. Oh. I'm, I'm going to pass it to Nick. There was a version of this question of, uh, in a, an earlier show where you said, um, is it higher or lower than that? 
you gave clues. Are any clues <laughs> forthcoming this week? No clues are forthcoming this week. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, 80,000. Okay, uh, I'm going to take all of your guesses. Daniel, what, have um, you got anything? Yeah, I think it's $100, but if you buy 5,000 of them, you can use them to shave Notch's beard. <laughs> <laughs> It is a hundred dollars. I really hope the second part's correct too. Wow! Well done. Awesome work. Would you uh, would you be flattered if someone did that to you in a game, Anne? I don't think I would. I mean, I don't play the game, so if they did it, I would never know. <laughs> that would be the <laughs> worst proposal. Maybe you should <laughs> log on. You should get rings littered throughout. Team you Fortress. should go on to Team Fortress just in case, because they might be piling up there right now. <laughs> Maybe I could have loads of two bands. Thanks, Anne. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantlebury. It's a piece of chip music and it's from chipmusic.org. You can find a lot of our brilliant music there to listen to. This is One Life Left Nights. We're a video game radio show quiz show thing. We talk about video games and occasionally we make our microphones squeak as Anne and Simon have just done. It's good noise, isn't it? You've been sharing a mic for the last six episodes. I am going to be glad to get my own back. (laughs) You will. And the reason you've been sharing a mic is because we've got so many studio guests. And you've also been compiling scores for the quiz. What's the score so far? I have. Well, coming in second and also last place uh, is Nick for the Red Mushrooms and Duncan for the Yellow Stars, both with one point. And in the lead, with two points, is Daniel from the Green Shells. Okay, well done, Daniel. But we have a lot to play for. First, I'm going to hand you a piece of paper. You're going to be able to choose one of four pieces of paper each of you. And on this piece of paper is the name of a game generated by computer. You are going to have to design that game by the end of the show. It's the game design challenge, so I'm going to hand these pieces of paper now. Now, while you open them up, I will open up the one remaining and I will say that the game which will not be designed this week 
is called The Myth of the Rake. <gasps> oh, damn. So we'll never see that. Now, you'll also notice on that piece of paper there are three names below your game title. And that's for this round, and this round is called Snog, Marry, Avoid. In this round, you will have to discuss with us, Simon and I, and Anne, which one of those three you would snog. Is that a word that goes intercontinental? Shall we explain for our American listeners what snogging is? Would they not know? It's fairly obvious yeah. from the context. Simon, Simon make yeah. the noise. <laughs> no, that's not that's the noise. No. That's not the noise. Well, what's the noise then, Anne? Simon, make the noise. <laughs> that's a noise for a different thing. <laughs> Anyway, snog, marrying, or Make avoiding? The noise, That's very good. Yeah. So, um, so there's three things, three distinct things. Now, for example, on this piece of paper, the three things that will not be uh, decided by competitors are developer, publisher, and journalist. So, right. for example, Anne, uh-huh. you would have to choose to snog one of those, which would be. I don't know. Developer, publisher, or journalist. Which one would you snog? Um. I'm not going to answer this. Come on, you have to. You have to. Wait, developer... Who has the most money? Publishers, publisher. definitely. Definitely publisher, then. You have to... Well, you have to marry one oh, of no, them. Oh, no, no, I would marry a publisher or a <laughs> snog... Uh, uh, developer. And you would, would you avoid journalists. Marshall. Yeah. Uh, poor well, old Parco. It kind of makes sense, because we're, we're, you know, we're reporting on the games industry. Yeah. And that's logic. Simon, is that what you, you would have on your list? Yeah, I think so. I've been distracted because uh, I'm just looking at your computer. Yeah. Uh, it's not, it's, there's nothing, I haven't looked in that folder. Okay. But um, it just said Charles Cecil's online. <laughs> I was going to type to him in Skype. I was going to type to, yeah, sorry, I, got, I wasn't really listening. Would you snog marry or avoid yes. Charles Cecil? Let's ask Charles Cecil. <laughs> Let's ask Charles Cecil who he'd snog. Okay. Simon, mm. we're doing a radio show. Okay. <laughs> it's a good thing nobody minds dead air, isn't it? <laughs> so, who's in last place, Anne? Who goes first? Uh, Actually, well, first place should go first, first so who's place that? First, uh, Daniel Green Shells goes first. Cool. Well, I've got three completely abstract entities, which is great. Okay. That doesn't make life at all difficult. Uh, I've got the 80s, the 90s, and the noughties, Interesting. the zeros, the 2000s. We never really decided on a term for that, did we? Yeah, it's people, tricky. People tried to push the noughties on us, but mm, I yeah. like it. Would it be an easier question to answer if we'd included the current decade? There isn't very much of the current decade, although I do remember it's been quite it better good so than far, most isn't it? What do we call the current decade? Is it the tens? The teens. The teens. teens. Right. Yeah. It's an awkward age. Yeah. So that means last decade was the pre-teens. That's why I'm going to avoid them. Right. And, it, and it's <laughs> probably just as well that you didn't include it, because otherwise we'd be talking about snogging the teens. Right. Precisely. Yeah. Whereas so. snogging the eighties is totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> so before you make your choice, then, do we? I mean, how were the eighties for you? Were you alive in the eighties? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was in I was in East Midlands, so if you can okay. call it living. Right. Were you that tall in the eighties? No, obviously not. That's <laughs> nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Puberty hit hard and fast. It was pretty merciless. <laughs> and the noughties? Uh yes, still still largely alive in the noughties, mm-hmm. I think. So I think I'm going to avoid the noughties because it would not be age appropriate, uh, despite the name, uh, to to do anything with them. So for um, video, I mean, we have to think about this not just in the terms of your tallness, but yes. also in terms of video games. In terms games. of video games. I mean, I think I would probably, in terms of video games, avoid the 80s because, I mean... I may irritate some retro game enthusiasts and the entire staff of Retro Gamer slightly, but video games were not actually very good for a very, very Ooh. long time. 
I'm just what about international karate? saying. International karate, yep, fair enough. Master of Kung Fu, elite, I mean, that was all right. But, I mean, what does elite ultimately get you? It gets you Disneyland Adventures and the opportunity to make a computer, which is the size of a USB socket. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's a that's reward in itself. You don't need my, my tonguey loving as well, I think. <laughs> so the 80s, I, I think, avoid. Uh, the 90s features a lot of amazing stuff, not least cool as ice, um, vanilla ice's movie vehicle. In gaming terms, you know, I think I'm going to marry that decade. Whoa. Really? Um, I guess it was... Uh, would you... You know, were they your formative years? I think in terms of gaming, they kind of were, yeah. Um, I, I got very into gaming for the first time seriously in the 90s. I developed a championship manager habit, which very nearly destroyed me. And thank heavens, I found Daggerfall after that, which obviously, you know, it's a light, non-intensive thing which you can get finished in an afternoon. So, uh, <laughs> so that really helped me with, uh, with, my, with my studies. So, yeah, I think the 90s I'm going to marry, and the 2000s, I guess I'm snogging in that case. Just because it's been a, been a bit more flirtatious, but you can't see it lasting as long as the 90s. Actually, it lasted exactly the same exactly length as, as long as the 90s, yeah. But I think, you know, the world hadn't ended, and we were all a bit bummed out by that, right? Mm. Mm. Well, I said, your opinion's interesting, Daniel, but it's wrong. Ah. <laughs> ah, shame, shame. Sorry, uh, the answer is you avoid the 80s, you'd snog the 90s, and you'd marry the noughties. I'll keep that in mind for next time. So, so did any of those... You got one. You got one. Got one. Okay, excellent work, Daniel. <laughs> Next up is... Uh, next up, let's go with Nick. Red Mushrooms. Nick, this what is, are your choices? Well, this is great, because like, I'm a freelance video games journalist, and you've put Sony, Nintendo, <laughs> and Microsoft <laughs> in front of it. Those are the breaks. Yeah. But, you know, I've, I've, I've managed to we- work out a way I could possibly weasel out of this. Really? Yeah, because... With zero points. Well, no, I might. <laughs> I, I will still get points, because, you see, I don't really have to work out what, what I would snog, marry, or avoid. Mm-hmm. It's Simon's opinion. Well, when you so say opinion, I, do you mean Simon's fact? I mean Simon's, <laughs> Simon's immutable fact. truth. <laughs> his his straight dope. Okay, I'd so, say this is reasonably straightforward. Interesting. So, so, so get inside the mind exactly, of the Byron. So, so what I think is neither here nor there. I just have to work out which of these Simon would marry, snog, or avoid. Well, let's. It's a, well, but you, you're you're going to skirt around the issue first of all. Are you? I mean, don't you don't play mind games with me, Byron. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And also, maybe he's writing down what he thinks you're going for. This is like the Princess Bride. (laughs) (laughs) Inconceivable. Um, Right. I think that... uh, This is a tough one. Um, I think that you would marry Nintendo. And I think that you would snog Sony and you would avoid Microsoft. Why do you think that is, though? Yeah, that is interesting. Why do you think that Simon thinks that you would marry <laughs> Nintendo? Because Simon's been very, very... Uh, well, first of all, um, I think that he, he's got some strong opinions on Kinect in that he's been concealing the fact he's been using Kinect from the neighbours, so he doesn't want to... <laughs> well, you true. have. I listened but, to the show, you see. But I did put a video of my son playing uh, Double Fine Happy Action Theatre on, uh, on, the, on the internet yesterday. But did you do that before these questions were written? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> so, did you do that before the train here? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um... I, uh, I'm, and, and to tell you the truth, I just think I'm shooting for the moon for the other two. Okay, um, but I think that I think you're a Nintendo man. You strike me as a Nintendo man, mm, right, more than a Sony man. Mm, interesting. So you know, and I once saw you play a Wii, so that proves it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you know, some would say that your opinion's valid. I, I would wouldn't. say that's wrong. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would like to add a little bit of evidence to this, being the whole of the last series of the radio show where a running joke has been Simon has his wee at the bottom of a canal in the back. <laughs> really? Which doesn't show a great deal of affection no, to them. It doesn't. <laughs> but he's a changeable man. Well, who knows? And today, Nick, you scored one out of three. Really? You're right, I would choose to avoid Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Although I'm having a lot of fun with Connect at the moment, and... Um, yeah, yesterday Dexter played through Happy uh, Action Theatre twice. Right. Yeah, he very much enjoyed it. That's good. I recommend that if you're three and a half. If you're my age, it's not so much fun. Um, I would snog Nintendo. Okay. I'm going to marry Sony. I can't wait for Wednesday <laughs> when I can marry them. Vita's coming. Hasn't left Amazon yet. But uh, yes. What are you hoping Nintendo are doing while you snog them? <laughs> <laughs> Hoping probably, that they, yeah, no, they're probably working out innovative ways in which they can enhance my snogging on a third, on a second screen <laughs> in 3D. Yeah, <laughs> what sort of cradle they'd use? Okay, excellent. So <laughs> one point for Nick yeah. in that round. Where you got two? We have got one one final round, to, uh, one final contestant to go. Uh, Daniel, you're up next. Daniel went no, first. No, sorry, sorry, Duncan, you're up next. <laughs> you're sorry, I added the scores to the wrong person. Uh, <laughs> He's the one with the salary Duncan, job, you know. Duncan, you're up next. Hello. Who are you going to go for? I have on my sheet here, I have magazines, I have the internet, and I have radio shows. Interesting. And this is kind of obviously quite close to my heart, because I work technically for what is mostly a magazine publisher, but I work for its website. So... I'm going to avoid... And you're on a radio oh, show. And I'm on a radio I show. write these down. I'm so, going to... Uh, oh, do you want me to wait? Yeah. <laughs> Talk about yourselves. Uh, Any plans for the weekend, then? Um, gonna... Talk about yourselves, not try and get off with each other. <laughs> Can't we do both? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, I've done it. If you ready now? Yeah. Um, okay, I would avoid magazines. They take too long to do anything. They are kind of pretty, but yeah, there's, uh, there's they, they sort of subtract so, um, substance for good looks. Interesting. So I'm you gonna, know, I'm going to avoid magazines. I saw the uh, I saw the ABCs for uh, the published magazine audit oh, figures. Not, not you learnt your ABCs. No, I've, I've, I've done that. I thought it was a hip new band you're into. <laughs> And uh, I noticed that, and, and this is true for last year as well. It's just the first time I've seen it. Edge now outsells PC Gamer. Yeah. So in your face, Gillen. <laughs> Finally <laughs> vindicated. Yeah. Ten years on. <laughs> Not, it's no big deal. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Anything. I'm just just saying. Sorry, sorry. Continue. Please. Continue. Um, I would marry the internet because they always say that you should marry the person that you have. Kind of, it's it's a long term thing, isn't it? That you're never going to get bored with the internet. There's constantly more internet. You're never going to run out of things to say, things to do. Pictures I, of sharks. Pictures of sharks. <laughs> so many of them on these cats. Yeah. You know, all, all that kind of thing. Um, so I would marry the internet and I would snog radio shows. Okay, interesting. It's a very mm. sexy medium. Agreed. I hate to say it, but I think from the adverts, the internet may be seeing other people. <laughs> <laughs> we can have an open relationship. Yeah. I'm all right with that. Not, so that's avoid, snog, and open relationship. Is that a different type of... <laughs> well, um, whilst I respect your opinion, Duncan, <laughs> I also agree with it. It's fact. Oh, it's a fact wow. opinion. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I should marry radio, radio shows, obviously, but that would involve marrying that man from Five Live. <laughs> <laughs> so instead, I'm just going to kiss him. OK, we'll have a bit more music, and then Al will be back with the scores. 
You're listening to One Life Left Nights on Resonance 104.4 FM. Maybe you're listening on the internet. You can get to the good bit of the internet at www.onelifeleft.com. Because we're a podcast as ready as re- as well as a radio show. A radio show with people that can speak and. Yeah. Who is winning? We've had a shake-up. Oh, Whoa. no. Uh, in third place is Nick of the Red Mushrooms with two points. Coming in second place is Daniel of the Green Shells with three points. And it, with four whole points is Duncan of the, of the Yellow Stars. But there is everything Lots to play for. Everything to play for. Uh, in the background, you can hear Headphones on Your Heart by Lini again from chipmusic.org. Got a new round coming up next. What is it, Steve? It's called Tim Schafer's $2 million Kickstarter Challenge. Okay. It's very exciting. How does it work? It's based on uh, a game that we all used to play as kids. What's that called? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you show me yours. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's Don't based on... No, what, what did we... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what what did we decide this game was called? Uh, it's based on um, something about I went a zoo. To, it's about oh. a zoo, yeah. Went to the zoo or something. Um, the idea is each of our guests today is going to come up with a Kickstarter reward for it, for my game, our game, One Life Left Publishing's game. They begin by saying, if you buy our game for $5, I will give you, and then they say the reward. Mm-hmm. Then it moves on to the second person who adds something to that reward list. Okay. And it moves on to third person and so on. We continue until someone forgets the list. Simon's going to keep a note of the list. He's going to be note. our adjudicator. And what's the scoring then? If so, scoring is knocked out once they forget. Yes, so and they'll get one point. One point, three Pers- points, yeah, five points. Five points. Okay. And uh, yes, you're keeping track I'm of it. Write this stuff down. The only um, rule is that each time the gift must be worth more. Just <laughs> quick question: Is this legally binding? <laughs> if we do fund our game if we, if we do raise the yeah. required amount of money on our kickstarter which okay. is we haven't said it yet yeah, exactly but uh <laughs> okay consider this brainstorming so we'll start with well we should start with which is the leader should go first because he's going to guess first is that the, the fairest way to do it yeah go on yeah. so you're going to need to remember so it's going to go duncan daniel nick okay okay yeah okay. yeah Yes! Yes. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> so, <laughs> rules! So, we're going to start at $5. You guys are going to increment that figure from there. Okay, so I just say if you kickstart to our. What is it? If you fund buy my, my game, if, if you, you fund my game. If you fund my game, uh, $5, I will give you beta access to my podcast. If you fund my game for $20. Oh, balls. Can we start again? <laughs> no, that's, that's totally fine. It's totally fine. Okay. Totally fine. If you fund my game for $20. Yeah. I will steal Bobby Kotick's license plate for you. And? And if you fund my game for $5... No, you don't have to remember the $5, you just add the, the oh, thing. Groovy. <laughs> I will give you beta access to my podcast. Right. If you fund my game for $50, I will take you out for lunch at the Ivy. And? and I will steal Bobby Kotick's license plate for you and give you... Beta access to my podcast. Well, if you fund my game at $150, I will take you out for lunch at the Ivy. I will steal Bobby Kotick's license plate. I will give you beta access to my podcast. And I will borrow a cheetah from London Zoo and tattoo your name into the side of it. Mixed up up the order a bit there, but I think think it's valid. Got all of the things in there. If you fund my game for $500... I will 
take a cheetah from London Zoo and tattoo your name on it. I will take you for dinner at the Ivy. I will steal Bobby Kotick's license plate. And I will give you beta access to my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And I will kidnap Notch and force him to design a game just for you. Cheap at the price, actually. It's pretty good. $500, I'd do that. If you fund my game for $1,000, I will kidnap Notch and make him make your game. I will I will uh, tattoo your name into the side of a cheetah from London Zoo. This is really cruel. Um, I will give you beta access to my podcast. I will steal Bobby Kotick's license plate for you. I will take you out to lunch at the Ivy and I will design a character based on a pirate that looks slightly like you but not really just like you. If you fund my game for... Three no, three million dollars. <laughs> talking real money now. <laughs> I will. Uh, can, can I do them in any order? Yes. Okay. Um, I will get Notch to design a game for you. I will kidnap a cheetah from London Zoo. I'll take you out to lunch at the Ivy. Be to access to the podcast. I will steal Bobby Kotick's license plate. I will. Hmm. <laughs> I can't remember the one that was just said. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I'm going to bail. Oh, I was going to say, I was going. Yes, sorry. That was, um, should I say what it was? Here's no? a question yeah. for you: Are we allowed to just abbreviate like that? Well, I was going to say somewhere in London Zoo, there's Benjamin a cheetah without my face on the side of it, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't like the sound of. Um, you I, you, you I, can I abbreviate it, as long as it's the gist of it. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. But anyway, you can stop. I'm out. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, what what did we miss that time? Uh, design a character based on a pirate that looks a little bit like oh, you. Oh, right. the pirate. So One point for you, Duncan. If you fund that game for £5 million... Pounds, Weren't we already up to £5 million? Pounds? £3 million. Oh, I was on £3 million. Three million. Do we just skip over the £3 yeah. million? Pounds then? I might have said dollars. Do we do currency conversions in this? Are you still talking? <laughs> <laughs> the truth has spoken. <laughs> if you fund my game for £5 million, pounds, I will design a pirate-themed character based on you. I will... Tattoo your face onto a cheetah. I will take you for dinner at the Ivy. I will steal Bobby Kotick's license plate for you. I will kidnap Notch and make him design a game just for you. I will give you beta access to my podcast. Did we do dinner at the Ivy? You said that, yeah. Excellent. Dinner at the Ivy as well. And I will also, using only cement and these two hands, create for you live-action Spelunky. With pretty snakes. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. How do you respond to that? If you fund my game for $25 million, Crikey. I will take these two hands and design, what was it? Uh, <laughs> s- cement spelunking with snakes? <laughs> I will. Do, I will. Close it off. I, I, I will. He nodded. The truth nodded. Yeah. I will kidnap Notch and make him make a game uh, for you. I will uh, put a character in my game that is a pirate that is based on you. I will give you um, beta access to the podcast. I suppose. Um, I. <laughs> I will tattoo your face onto the side of a cheetah. That's really nasty. <laughs> Not if your face looks like the side of a cheetah. I think it was shaved to start with. It wasn't tattoo. Oh. It went dark. <laughs> it went dark real quick. In grey. It went nineties. Um, I will take you for dinner at the Ivy. 
I think I've got them all, haven't I? Or am I missing? You do not have them all. I do not have them all. Let's go through them again. Beta, beta access to the podcast. Uh, tattoo. Oh, wait. I know which one it is. I have to steal Bobby Kotek's <laughs> license plate. You are a thief, sir. <laughs> and I will buy you a casino. <laughs> in Las Vegas. If you fund my games for $200 million, I will buy you a casino in Las Vegas. I will make real-life spelunky for you out of cement. Uh, I will shave... With snakes. Uh, I will shave your face or tattoo your face on the side of a tiger. I will kidnap Notch and make him make a game for you with his own fair, beautiful, notchy hands. I will steal Bobby Kotick's license plate number for you. I'll give you beta access to my podcast. I will take you for dinner at the Ivy. Am I missing anything? You are missing something. Oh, man. Oh, pirate. I will give you a pirate-themed character. <laughs> are we Are we now? We are. We're right. up to date. Okay. Also, it was, it was a cheetah, not a tiger. Just <laughs> oh, make that clear. A big cat. If we're going to have live-action Spelunker, I think we can have a big cat, Duncan. Thank you. Thank you for your time. <laughs> and... <laughs> I will make Brutal Legend 2 20 times. So I think if uh, if Nick gets this, we're going to have to call it a draw. Okay. <laughs> but here's a question Seriously. for you. Is that really worth all that money? You yeah. said it had to sort of be in the frame of money, so... No, Brutal Legend costs $25 always million. Dollars. More. Oh. Uh, hmm. how, how much is a casino? That's a lot of money. It's loads yeah. of money. Yeah. And, and it's got money in it. Yeah. Didn't didn't specify the size of a casino. Can definitely build a casino for less than twenty times the in size Vegas. of real life. This is unfair on Nick. This debate, isn't it? It All is. The time he's but he started it. That's true. So okay, off fine. you go, Nick. Right. I will. Re- uh, I'll make. Was it brutal legend two twenty five times? Twenty. Twenty times. And yes. Uh, and we're up to what? Oh, Five hundred million patillion cotillion. That's it. Yep. Right. <laughs> If you fund my game for a million cotillion five hundred bedillion pounds, <laughs> I will make Brutal Legend to twenty five times. I will buy you a. Uh, no one's going to do this. <laughs> I'll buy you a casino in Vegas. Um, I will make real life spelunking snakes with my bare hands. I will steal from Bobby Kotick's car his license plate. <laughs> I will. Is it tattoo or is it shave? Shave. Whatever. Just abuse a cheetah. Your, your face will appear on the side of a cheetah in some shape or form. Uh, Multi-platform. Yeah. <laughs> you go have dinner at the Ivy. Um, <laughs> some podcast you can get beta access to. Um, um, you can... Okay, don't help me here. There's a... Uh, I know, it's on the tip of my tongue and you said it. It yes, demonstrably. Yeah. No, but it was you, not you. I remember it was. I think have to I'm, hurry, unit. I, I think I might be crashing here. Great. Kotex license plate, beta <sighs> podcast, uh, Vegas. My hands are trembling here. <laughs> Vegas, uh, casino, face on the side of a cheetah, um, dinner at the Ivy. No, I've lost it. It's gone. Oh. It was. Design a character it's based on pirates. pirates. Oh, it was your own thing. It's my own pirate. There we go. So the winner what of that round. Learned? Five points. Anne? Uh, okay, so currently the leaderboard is... No, you don't have to wait. Oh, okay, I don't... I'm not Tell you what, that. I'll come back to you in a second, okay? <laughs> okay when you've done, 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 the, done the science. Pirates are trouble.
Cat by Data Vars. This is Music Cat by Data Vars. You may have heard me echo that earlier in the song. It's because I didn't put my mic up. Apologies for that. What's the score, Anne? Okay, it's all change at the top. Uh, in second and last place, uh, we have Nick of the Red Mushrooms and Duncan of the Yellow Stars, both with five points each. But in first place is Daniel of the Green Shells with eight points. Congratulations. So for some bonus points, we're going to quickly play, play a round called Dismissed. Dismissed is where you, as the contestants, have to pithily dismiss a game that already exists in as few words as possible. Ideally saying, it's just X plus Y, or something like that. So who should I start? I'll start shouting out these things. Okay. And you guys just uh, just yell out when you, when you get something, and we'll keep score, yeah. okay? So your first game that we're going to dismiss today, you, you all understand the rules? Are we, are we all there? Kind of. We just jump in like yeah. zoo radio. Are, are yeah, we not just going to talk over each other? Yes. yes. Okay. Tops off. Great radio. First game is God of War. If you like that kind of thing, I guess. That's not. That's not. Oh, all right. It's just a different mythological structure. Boom. Nick. Assassin's Creed Three. It's oh, just, just Persia and jumping. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Metal Gear Solid. Uh, it's oh, just Metal Gear with Solid Simulator. Very good, <laughs> Daniel. World of Warcraft. Oh, it's, it's just, just World of Warcraft, more like. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> exactly. No, well, no, we're here and we and we can't hear this. Steve, you're, you're going to have to point at somebody. Uh, once I am. It's just Dungeons and Dragons crossed with a point-and-click adventure. Braid. It's rubbish. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey. All Ooh. the points. Deus Ex. It's just Deus Ex, isn't it? Uh, it's not the Citizen Kane of video games, is it? Luminez. I haven't played Luminez. That's pretty good. <laughs> FIFA 12. Oh, it's just football manager except with players. Tomb Raider. Uh, it's just Prince of Persia without a prince. Arkham Asylum. It's just Arkham City, but older. Child of Eden. It's just Res, except newer. <laughs> Everybody's golf. Nobody's golf, no like. <laughs> Portal 2. Portal Poo. Very good. Very good. Okay, that concludes that round. Anne's going to add those scores up. I'm glad to see my university education oh, came exactly, in. So yeah. Very quick <laughs> fire. The editor of Wired. <laughs> Portal Poo. <laughs> and to enter the final round, just a little... You know, that's a little sort of palate cleanser. <laughs> you could just say the title of the thing <laughs> and then yeah. a rude word after it. <laughs> I'm actually trying to think what these things are like. Don't blame us, blame Wired. <laughs> we just give you the tools. You Nintendo. Oh. <laughs> Blaming Notch for the amount of Minecraft penises that have been constructed. Right, so what are the scores, Anne? Uh, the scores haven't actually changed because everybody just got points. Everyone got some points. <laughs> okay. It's nines and twelves. Brilliant. Uh, we'll have to review that round in the uh, series break, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think. So, final round, game design challenge. Who's going first? Uh, first, are we going with... Uh, uh, in first place is Daniel, so he should step up first. <laughs> okay, Daniel, uh, please step into uh, Come in. our office, Hello. One Life Left Publishing, we're going to give you three minutes to pitch this video game. We may chip yeah, in. Yeah, three minutes at most. So what's your game called, Daniel? Well, first I'd like to say I'm very excited to be here. And oh, uh, obviously it's a terrific honour to be in the company of such industry right. legends. That's well, thank right. you. It's, it's, no, it's, it's our pleasure. Three minutes. Right. Well, the name of this game, and brace yourselves, lash yourselves to your seats, Embryo Fraud. 
<laughs> yeah, names to counter Ooh, with, yeah. controversial. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, we uh, we have to handle this delicate subject matter with the sensitivity that, uh, that you know, Dante's Inferno handled medieval Christianity. Mm. Um, embryo fraud is the world's first massively multiplayer ovarian role-playing game. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. You're an embryo. So is everybody else. Thousands, <laughs> maybe millions of embryos floating around in a series of ovarian uh, sacs. Just e- kind embryo. of... Embryo. Yeah. Embryones. I'm going to settle for embryones. Okay. 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 Um, and you have to trick other embryos into giving up their vital DNA. So it's a little bit like Spore and a little bit like David Cronenberg's worst nightmare. Okay. <laughs> You do this. See, I hate David Cronenberg. I'd love to give him a worse nightmare. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, you're winning me. Yeah, just imagine how many films he's not going to be able to make because of this concept. Okay, so you can do this either through a sort of modified rock paper scissors game, which is basically what all massively multiplayer online role playing game combats like. Am I right, guys? Yeah. Or you can do it by pretending to be a lady, or actually being a lady, which is what the internet's like. Precisely. Yeah. And before you know it, people will be giving you. All sorts of DNA strands, along with a variety of horrifying come-ons. So you have to decide, essentially, whether your soul's tarnishing is worth it uh, to to go for the easy win. Now, there are some problems with this, obviously. Combat is tricky. Uh, In particular, combat's tricky because you're all embryos. Combat is also tricky because if one embryo is killed then, frankly, there are going to be some problems in the South of America in particular. Mm. So... So that is something which we're working on, but we think we can do interesting things with move and connect integration. Uh, You can wave your stubby little fingers like this in an endearing fashion, uh, and then slowly just sort of pull strands towards you in a very kind of... We're we're big fans of DLC here at One Life Left Publishing. Absolutely. Will we be able to buy our embryos hats? Not only will you be able to... Well, obviously you won't be able to buy your embryos hats because they're embryos, but... Small hats. I've got revenue stream gone. Small hats. I've got yeah. DLC better than hats, though. What? What? More embryos. Radiation damage. <laughs> which means that you can develop a series of growths on your embryo which resemble, wait for it, hats. Oh, oh nice. nice. Or beards. Right. Interesting. So or it's skateboards. And for $100, of course, you can divide your embryo into two through a process of cellular mitosis. Uh, can I get my face tattooed on the side of a cheetah, though? I think that that's probably part of the PR launch, yeah, which we should definitely talk about. So this is multi-format. Is it, is it cross-platform? It's absolutely cross-platform, so and it's also through platform. So you can develop your embryo on a console, but also rotate it gently using a mobile device and just right. check out its little embryo development. And we'd obviously we'd require the IP... For this, well, I mean, ultimately, the IP is the genes of the entire human race. So I think that's we entirely- would require yeah. the IP. Yeah. That's why that's I non-negotiable. Write that down. Okay, I, I really want to make a joke here about a particular large game publisher, but I'm not going to. But <laughs> that's why I came to you guys because of your your reasonable stance on IP. I think we can be trusted with with the yeah, IP of the whole yeah, human yeah. race. I can't, I mean, can't see negative. Wrong? Yeah, if we had that. Um, which if it's quite I'm going to make a plush me and have it in stores. Oh, yeah. You can grow a plush you. Awesome. Which um, which console owners would you think would create the most intelligent embryos, and which ones would be the stupid ones? Well, obviously, I mean, Nintendo uh, will not have the same fine control. Um, 
So, uh, so we're probably going to look at some pretty funny-looking uh, okay. embryos okay. over well, no. over in that particular sort of bit of the console right. den. But uh, I mean, all console players are are very intelligent, um, very capable people. So I think we'll look at some great embryos there. PC embryos will look basically identical, but they'll be really unhappy about looking identical. <laughs> they'll maintain that they could be an awful lot better looking and more complex. The PC master race. I yeah. think that's okay, time yeah, for yeah, our... Thanks for that. Uh, uh, sounds very interesting. It's time for our next meeting, isn't it, already? I'll Please show yeah. them in. Well, Please do, yeah. Thanks for that. We'll, um... We're going to put this out to focus testing, uh, by which we mean we're going to have a reviewed on Europe gamer. Marvellous. <laughs> and and uh, we'll, we'll get back to you with the scores. Uh, come in, please. Hello. 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 Lovely to see you both. How have you, how have you been? Been okay. okay. This tall guy just came and talked to us about really? embryos. Oh, really? <laughs> really weird. Ah. <laughs> but we have managed to uh, acquire the entire rights to the human race. DNA. Oh, so, good work. Yeah, thanks. thanks. So, what have you got for us? Okay, so, <laughs> so this isn't a game. It's it's kind of an art experience. It's called Everyday Nibbler, <laughs> and and it's kind of a sequel to. Um, I don't know if you ever played that flash game, Everyday the Same Dream. It's a sequel to that, but whether whether spoilers, whether guy dies at the end of it, um, this is w- what's happening in his grave after his death. You you kind of see in a four-dimensional view um, the, the worms that are sort of working away through his body, you know, dissolving his various organs and, and so on and so forth. And, and it's kind of about the feelings and the emotions of those worms and how you can convey that in, in right. new and exciting interactive storytelling kinds of ways. I really, really like the sound of this because this sounds like those clever games, doesn't it? Like Flow and stuff like that that, that people say they like but no one really does. I mean, uh, to, to be honest, uh, like, we've, we've, we've played those games. We, we didn't think they were good. We thought they were a little bit too pretentious, you know? You know, we, we want to do something that speaks to people, yeah. that, that is about emotions and the kind of emotions that games don't normally generate. Yeah, or the sort of game that we play that we don't understand, but we pretend we do. <laughs> Just Simon, have you ever had a feeling? <laughs> ever? So, so you say this is four-dimensional. Yeah. What's the other one? The other one is emotion. Ah, I see. There, there are, there are three dimensions. Obviously, you'll need a 3D TV to, to play this. Okay, but, but the fourth dimension is it, it attaches. It has a special hardware peripheral, which is optional. We're going to require the IP to <laughs> to, to my heart. <laughs> to, to all hearts. <coughs> I, I'm afraid we can't really negotiate. We can't move on that. No. Okay, okay. Uh, well, that's, that's, that's possible. We can, we can sort of firm that up later d- down the line. Um, okay. What, okay. what I think is, re- is really important with this is um, we've, we've made provisions for for downloadable content great, like this. Great. Um, we, there are different types of coffins. Um, it, can be, it can be harder or easier for the worms to break in. Um, and, and also, there are, there are, there's unlockable characters that uh, you, can, you can unlock at a faster rate as you, you gain experience. Oh, if, we, yeah. if you pay money. Right, excellent. Yeah, I like those sort of games. It's very well. good, yeah, isn't it? I can't be okay. to play them. Yeah, that's, um, you didn't say what format this, this was on. This is on no formats. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Bold. It's, yeah, it's, it's bold. kind of, we want it to be quite exclusive. You know, it's, it's 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 a game that I want people to really care about, and and I think the best way to do that is to lock it off from as many is, people yeah, as they can. Yeah, that's right. So that they've only heard about we've, it. We've we've also introduced a very very stringent DRM where you have to get a key off the a rock that's carved into a rock on the moon. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Good, I like that, yeah.
Thank well, thank you very much yes, for your time. Can you send no the next, next guy in, please? Yes, certainly, certainly. Here he is, here he is. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you? Oh, good afternoon. Good, thank it's you. Good to see you. Did That's you not know this you. was a business meeting? No, I had no idea. Now you wore your beard. Yeah, well, I, I, I grew a beard especially for this meeting. Okay. This afternoon. Right. Oh, is your game about beards? No. Oh. Um, but my game is better than a beard. You can put that on the box, right? So it's retail. Right. Retail. Uh, We're not really into retail. Well, like digital. Oh, well, we can do that, too. Okay. Um... Because, gentlemen, what I'm going to present to you is it's it's not just a game. It's not just an experience. And it's not just an IP, which, of course, you will need. Um, it's it's basically all of those things and a marketing tool at the same time. Completely original concept. It's called the Madness Bean. The Madness Bean. The Madness Bean. The Madness Bean. Follow me bean. down this journey just a little while longer. It's completely original, as I say. Now, what has happened is that the beans from a particular coffee plantation have become very angry because first-world coffee consumers have taken away the fair trade workers and are hiding them in a series of structures. And the beans launch themselves out of a slingshot into these structures and knock them over. (laughs) I like this. Interesting. Now, the structures themselves look like they work on normal physics, but they don't. (laughs) (laughs) That's the clever part. That is clever. Because people will keep firing these beans at these structures, expecting them to fall over, but they don't all in exactly the same way. So they will just keep on firing these beans at these structures over and over and over again. It sounds annoying. Yes, it does. But also completely addictive. Com- compulsive, yeah. Mm. Okay. Now, what we can also do at like, the later stage is we can introduce a function called the Uber Bean, right. which blows up the entire level, essentially allowing people to cheat in order to win. But you put a cost on that. Whoa. Monetize. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Have you been talking to anyone else about this? No, not at all. No I came one. up with this all by myself. But did you, did you come box. straight to us? I have been living in an isolation ward for the last 12 years okay. coming up with this You're idea. F- are you from Zynga? No. <laughs> okay. Who is Zynga? So, okay. so, so uh, this slingshot mechanic, Yes. we're going to have to own the IP. <laughs> <laughs> I would expect nothing less. Okay, okay good. Um, and just quickly, uh, where do you see this going? Because we'd, uh, we'd like to take an idea like this into space. I think you could take it into space. You could also take it into Harrods in the form of a bean bag, coffee bean bag. We just want to take it into space next time. That's it. Okay, brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, Okay, six months later. Um, Embryo fraud. The reviews. We'll be big on Mumsnet. Seven out of (laughs) ten. Everyday nibbler. Takes your emotions more than six feet under. Nine out of ten. <laughs> wow. The madness bean. Ethical. Definitely better than a be- beard. Nine out of ten. Wow. Good scores. I think that's our best selection of scores we've had yeah. this season. It's good that we're getting into this publishing lark the right time. Um, wh- where does that leave yeah, our contestants' well, final scores? That leaves us with a winner, Steve. Um, and also two losers who come in... <laughs> Second and last place together, that is Nick of the Red Mushrooms and Duncan of the Yellow Stars, both with 18 points. But Daniel of the Green Shells, with 19 points, is the winner. Congratulations, Daniel. You are this week's One Life Left Night. No, yeah. Oh, please. sorry. Yes, this, uh, <laughs> clearly you're impressed by this. This <laughs> really does. Yeah, this makes this makes everything worthwhile. Actually, um, everything bad that has ever happened, not only to me but in the entire universe. I feel like it's all been heading 
for this moment. Fabulous. Uh, that's the end of One Life Left Nights, but we will be back next week with a very special GDC preview. Until then, we have been One Life Left. We should thank the guests. Thank you for coming on, Thanks boys. So You're welcome. Thank you. They have been our guests. And we have to go. Bye. 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 Bye.